Living Waters. This is Pastor Rob here, and I'm on with your music director, Brandon Hebron. Brandon Hebron, music director, the guy that uh, makes everything sound good on a Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, Lord willing. Lord willing. Lord yes. Willing. Yes. Uh, so uh, we are. We exist. This podcast is trying to help uh, connect the church, connect the people to the church, and uh, what's going on, and and who's. Uh, who's on staff and and uh, just kind of things that are going on in the church. So helping the church seem smaller. So glad you're tu- tuning in this morning, and uh, it'll be fun. We're going to talk with Brandon about uh, you know uh, his vision for uh, worship and music and uh, just kind of like who he is and. You know, you hear him sing on a Sunday morning, and, and uh, you sing with him, and, and you worship God together, and you enjoy that. But uh, this will help uh, help you get to know uh, what we get to see uh, in the staff meetings and everything else. <laughs> he's he's oh laughing. Boy. Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> he's laughing already. We have a blast, don't we, Brandon? We have a oh, blast. Yeah, yes. yeah. Brandon is uh, Brandon's like the little brother. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. <laughs> we enjoy it. We enjoy it a lot. I uh, do. Yeah, yeah. There's times where it's like, okay, what's going to happen next? But it's all good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just sit back, enjoy the ride, and uh, you know, you may not know what comes out of my mouth sometimes. Uh, this is true. But uh, Lord willing, it's usually good stuff. But um, um, and hopefully encouraging. But sometimes you never know. Ye- you don't, you don't know, which is fun. It's it's a good time. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Brandon. Um, so why don't you do this? Why don't before we before we get into like who who you are and all that? We're in we're in the Christmas season right now, and uh, so like, what do things look like at the Hebron residence around Christmas time? Like, what do you guys oh, do? Yeah. So. Um, the last few years, I think, well, I would say about the last maybe, well, since I got married with Karen, so that we've, December 21st is going to be 10 years for us. Oh, wow. So it doesn't seem like it's been 10 years. It's It's gone by quick. But um, since we have four little ones now, um, it's, it's the Christmas time is definitely growing. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. There's not a dull moment during Christmas time in our household. Um, usually about every other year, uh, since my brother-in-law, Evan, uh, he is in the Air Force, and he was based in uh, Colorado. Ah. And so uh, we'd meet him out there one year for Christmas, and we rented a cabin. So when I say we, it's not just my wife and I and the kids. We've got all the in-laws. We've got the whole side yes. of my wife's family there. So we rent a cabin, and there's usually about 24 to 26 of us stuffed oh, in this cool. little cabin. And, uh, yeah, talk about not a doll moment. So it, yeah. it's a great time with the kids the kids will be inside doing games and uh, maybe baking cookies with the family members and um, with the cabin we get a special deal with um, so the owners of the cabin they had it where they had rollover passes for like the the ski lifts in Keystone oh cool so that's where we would we would stay is in Keystone and so we would take shifts there'd be a big group of us that would go skiing in the morning and then half of us would stay at the cabin hang out there and then would switch to do night skiing oh and then, 
uh, what mountain is this? Like, what what are you on? What what mountain? So yeah, Keystone. Uh, You're at Keystone. At Keystone. Maybe so the, the cabinet is cabin is literally about two minutes from the lift. Oh wow! So what we'll do is that we'll take the biggest vehicle, whoever is the biggest vehicle, which is my brother and sister in law. They have an, a big envy, so we'll use that as a shuttle through the week, and uh, we'll load up the skis and. Oh. snowboards and all that stuff and then yeah they'll take us up to the hill and then once we come down and uh we're ready we're frozen then we'll give them a call and say hey we need a shuttle can you get, come pick us up and someone will come pick us up and take us back to the cabin and thaw out and just uh we'll take shifts of who makes meals at night oh and wow so, so that's what you do at christmas that's time. what we you do at christmas this year we are actually staying in town this year so okay. the brother's coming uh this year okay um, see you guys to us yeah so, yeah that's what we usually Out do on the ponderosa <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so with that um my in-laws are getting an extension on their house there um okay. just to kind of have a bigger area for a dining room area right now is kind mm. of the living room space but that's going to be the future dining room okay and we've got a newer living space that we're going to enjoy hopefully most of it's going to be finished by christmas time uh only thing that they said that wasn't going to be finished was the flooring and the bricks around the fireplace. So we might have some bare floors to sit on, but we're going to have more space for all the kids and oh, fun. all the family members. Probably so. not as much uh, skiing going on, but... Uh, no, no, there's some hills. Oh, there you in go. In the background, so yeah. we'll, we'll at least get the kids out too. You can always get your four-wheel drive truck and a car hood. I mean, that works out probably exactly. just as good, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. They have a four-wheeler too, so we could tie it up. Oh, there, there you go. So. Oh, that's good. I always love hearing about everybody's you know what they do around the holidays and Christmas time it's fun to fun to hear that yes. so hey Brandon why don't you give me like a like a, a short version of of your story like you know where you grew up how you know how did you guys come to Living Waters um, maybe talk a little bit about your testimony why don't you okay. why don't you share a little bit about it? okay um, so I would say um, I didn't really grow up in a Christian home uh, I started attending church when I was about nine years old um, it was uh, a little Christian church on uh, the south side of Des Moines as well. A little bit farther, I'd say closer to Grandview College. It's in that area, Union Park area. Uh, started attending there. I had some cousins of the, my side of the family um, that were attending, and they invited us. And so my parents and I went and uh, thought it was a, a nice little church, a good little place. And since we had family there, we can connect a little bit, you know, that way. Um, so I started attending the, the, the youth group there and getting kind of plugged in. They had a small little Bible, uh, vacation Bible study there, uh, many years ago and kind of got involved with that. Uh, they really got to know me, uh, that first year we started attending because they had their Christmas play and they wanted someone to sing, uh, a special for the event. And so they knew that my dad and I did music together. And so that's how I kind of got yes. into the music. And so they I had one of your t-shirts at one point in time. Oh boy. Yeah. Cause I helped you move or your mom move. I helped your mom move and I got one of your, your t-shirts. <laughs> you and dad, you and your dad used to have a, like a, a band with t-shirts and yes, stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we can add that now if you want to. Do you <laughs> no, go, no, go uh, ahead. Keep we'll, going. We'll, Keep okay, going. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where was I? Oh, yes. So going to the church, uh, about nine years old, that's when I started to hear about the gospel and knew who Jesus was. And um, like I knew there was a higher power. I knew kind of what Jesus did for me um, at that time. And so I, I would claim that I knew Jesus at that time, but um, I definitely walked away from the Lord um, not too long after that. 
um, because there was a kind of a falling out of the church and uh, we kind of stopped attending church for a long time. So I didn't have any good accountability in my life at that time. So going through high school and getting into college, um, I was really just doing my own thing, following what everyone else did, you know, and just wanted to fit in like everyone else did and just enjoying the party life, you know, and getting into the stuff that I probably shouldn't have, you know, at that time. And, uh, but this is the coolest, the coolest part about it of coming fast forwarding almost a whole decade. When I met my soon to be wife, God definitely used my wife to bring me back to him. Mm. Um, cause she, here she grew up in a Christian home and, um, she was definitely looking for someone that had, uh, who was a who loved God and was a follower of Christ and uh, wanted a stronger leader, you know, mm. to to marry someday. And um, she just kind of questioned me on my faith and I uh, was questioning just the different things that I was doing in my life and what was the reason? Like, what 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 is the reason of life? And it just made me think about a lot and realize, like, yeah, something's not right, you know. And uh, I would attend to different church services with her and I couldn't tell you when exactly that was and I couldn't tell you exactly what the the pastor was saying at that moment but I knew something had to change and God broke me in that moment mm. and I just yeah I'm a softy but for the longest time I wasn't a softy I would say like I had a pretty hard heart at that moment mm. but then God broke my heart and realized like I needed him to be the focus of my life mm. and God used that moment and just like I said broke me in that time and he just opened my eyes and uh, opened my eyes to his truth where I was hungry for his word again. And I just wanted to dive in and understand who God was and um, see what God had for me in my life. And uh, just one thing led to another through that time. And uh, she was trying to run for me because I wasn't the guy for her at the time. Ah, and uh, yeah. uh, now we are, here we are married almost 10 years. And like I said, 10 years, four kids. And wow. uh, God's blessed me in that mm. so much. And uh, so kind of now we can kind of tie into the music a little bit. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So uh, like Rob was saying with the T-shirt deal. Um, so, yes. <laughs> it was a sweet T-shirt. <laughs> it's a sweet T-shirt. It's a country T-shirt for sure. Yep. So Yeah, if you notice a little twang in Brandon's voice, that's because of his <laughs> old uh, his old uh, singing days at, yeah. at all the different locations. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so um, my dad has been in music all of his life. He started a group when he was 18. So uh, for many years, he was into music. He wanted to tour and be a big country star back in the day. He had some awesome connections back in the early 90s. And there was a guy in Nashville that actually wanted to kind of carry him under his wing and show him the ropes of Nashville and try to get him more involved because he was a part of this competition here locally. And uh, he was for Iowa. He was entertainer of the year for the country music scene here ah. in Iowa back in 90, 1990. And... Uh, so there was different events that was connected with Nashville um, back in the day. And uh, so, but he shot that down because I was born in 89. Ah. And so he realized like, no, he had more of a priority of taking care of me and my ah. mom at the time and just wanted to make sure we were good instead of living this, yeah. this life. Because the music scene is really hard to get into. Mm -hmm. it's, it's anymore, it's like more who do you know not what you know but who you know having the right connections you have to pretty much do what they say mm -hmm. you know in that side of the business and um but at the time before i met my wife and had our kids i kind of wanted to pick up where he left off 
And I thought, okay, well, if you weren't able to make it in the business, I would love to run with it and see what I can do and see what I can do in the music. And uh, so through the years, we had some cool opportunities. We had the T-shirt because we yep. actually went to Nashville. And I wish I still had that. <laughs> Where did you say you found it, though? Uh, it, was, it was helping your mom move. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because she gave us like a bunch of us T-shirts with with your picture on it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then I remember Paul Seymour from Sailorville. He found one at Goodwill. So I don't know how good that is for oh, testimony for music wise, but yeah. he surprised me with it one time. He had it on when I. I'm I'm kind of jumping ahead. We'll go back to this a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> This is how my brain goes, folks. I think it's the <laughs> right. the, the, the music entertainer side. Yep. You just it's the artistic thinking. mind. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's the way to put it. Um, so back to the music. Um, we were, uh, yeah, I wanted to pick up where my dad left off, basically. and um, But then um, had some big opportunities. We, we were on the radio on a local country station, 92.5 KJJY, one of the bigger stations, and did some stuff there. We played at a a few casinos uh but then locally we're doing some stuff at the different lodges like the elk lodge moose lodge around town and newton osceola you know close to home yeah but, uh, that's what we did we traveled on saturdays so even back then that's what was hard like saturday yeah. nights would be up super late playing maybe once in a while would make it up yeah get awake and go to church but uh mm. you know it was it was a rough time you know? so then god so then god gets a hold of your life starts changing your heart and then so when do you transition from like you know going to all the bars and playing and casinos and all of that kind of stuff to you know playing at church like how how does that all yeah so um we started attending um sailorville together um my brother and sister law tom and lauren they were attending sailorville first and they were like hey the mothership the mothership that's right <laughs> and so uh because they lived in ankeny and so that's pretty close to Sailorville there. And um, um, they invited us over to Sailorville and um, just kind of got more involved there. And I noticed that how well their, their music team was and they needed some musicians. They were kind of low on drummers. And um, so I actually auditioned with Paul Seymour, <coughs> excuse me, there to uh, be their drummer. And so yeah. for the longest time, uh, almost eight years at Sailorville, I was... You are drumming. Drumming, yes. So wow. it was between me and some other guy and um, that we'd alternate Sundays. At huh. that point, they had some different drummers and then they moved off and went some other places and so we were yeah, filling in the, the gaps there for a while. And then, uh, so a few years passed. That was my area. That's where my comfort zone was for being in the contemporary Christian field since I grew up in the country. So country to contemporary Christian was quite the, you know, the leap over. Uh, but granted, some of the newer country, it sounds kind of like the contemporary stuff. So I had some of the, the rock mindsets a little bit so I could play it out on drums, but I didn't play it with my guitar and stuff. So mm -hmm. that kind of had to grow over the years uh, yeah. for being at Sailville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so th that's where I got started. And then um, Katie Pollock, actually here from Living Waters, uh, mentioned that they were looking for a worship leader hmm. and uh, I just pondered on that for a while and I thought why not you know give it a shot maybe this is where the Lord wants me to go and uh, I was just kind of back up a little bit uh, I, over the time I was just playing at church <coughs> excuse me but then also playing still out with my dad for a while 
but through those years, I just felt more convicted by the spirit of just pondering on what am I singing? You know, a lot of the words, it's for country music, it's not really the most positive lyrics out there. Granted, there's some good country songs. I'm not saying all country is bad, but then when I start singing or seeing these songs that talk about, well, I've been in this relationship, so how am I going to solve this relationship? Well, let's go to the bottle. Let's just drink yeah. our sorrows away, right? Yeah. And like, that doesn't solve anything. Yeah. But Christ does. Yeah. You know, and then just making those connections, like this is totally the opposite of what I support on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And here I am singing about this other junk. Yeah. On Saturday nights. Yeah. So God was just really working through me and convicting me in those moments. And I finally just said right before I took this position or applied for this position, um, that's when I kind of told my dad, like, I, I love you. I, I'm, I'm thankful for the bond that we've had through the years of playing music together, but I just don't feel right doing this. Mm. I feel very convicted leading music in the country world when I'm leading hearts to yeah. Christ on Sunday morning. Wow. And so I totally backed out of it, and it's just really cool. Like how I said I wanted to pursue stuff in the country days. God was shutting a lot of doors, but then God was opening so many other doors within the music ministry, which was awesome. Like having even our engaged network uh, churches calling me up and saying, hey, will you lead for this event? This was even uh, just uh, maybe a year or two right before I became full-time worship leader here. Mm -hmm. Full, so yeah, the the worship guy here at Living Waters. You're not full time yet, but sure. yeah, yes. you are the guy. Sorry. Like yes. you're the you're the guy. Yes, yes, uh, yes. When Don't it comes to that. yeah, <laughs> when it <laughs> comes to uh, yeah, all things uh, worship music here at uh, Living Waters, and yeah, we're really thankful for that. Um, so so you get down here, you you uh, you come into the role. What year was that when you? you guys came down to living waters that was 2018 okay so 2018 you come to living waters um and then um yeah so we're going on five years now. five years so yeah. like you you started out doing the drums at sailorville yeah i don't see on the drums very much here at living waters <laughs> is there a reason you're not like drumming and singing at the same time like here at living waters because i think that would be really cool <laughs> I could, um, but it, it's hard when we don't have all the members to, it's nice to have a good solid rhythm okay. person to either be on keys or to be on guitar just to keep everything nice and tight there for okay. chord changes. But if I'll I pretend I know what you, you're talking about. <laughs> so if I have certain guys that are available, like Chris Peterson, I love having that man mm -hmm. join. He does a great job mm -hmm. filling in for me when I... I'm on vacation or if I'm sick or whatever, and he does a phenomenal job stepping up. Yeah. Uh, but if I had him playing a good rhythm or we have some other guys that are working on it, and which is awesome to yeah. see more people coming in and serving, uh, that just makes it a lot easier to follow besides just having drums. Sure, I can I can, I can, do it if I need to. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would a, like to see that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, to see you lead from the drums. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. It's definitely fun to play. And there's moments where I do miss it when um, when I do get the chance to play. Okay. And it, so it's like I, I would love to do it. Yeah. If I can make it happen more often, I would definitely love yeah. to make it happen. Yeah, but you've, you've also got good drummers here too. I mean, Craig's, Craig's a really good drummer. And, he is. You know, He's so, phenomenal. Yeah. He's very faithful. Yeah. to be able to play as many Sundays as he possibly can. And it's, it's great to see him serve. And it's also to see him serve his family, too, when his wife is serving on the security team as well. So mm -hmm. it, it's a blessing to see 
Yeah. Both both sides working together. Yeah. S- serving here at Living Waters. Oh, that's cool. So when you think about uh, you know your vision and and where you're going with you know the worship team and uh, you know kind of how how all of that's going and moving. What where do you see things going um, with with the worship team? As the church continues to grow, I, I think we can see. Hopefully the numbers coming in of who wants to serve on the team. Um, and it's already cool to see some of the younger ones coming, uh, thanks to Faith Bible College, as well as some of those guys coming over. We've got Evan oh, yeah, joining right. us now. Yeah. And, uh, he played by Sunday on Yeah, he was slapping Cajon. a box up there. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. Very talented kid. And yeah. uh, so no, that'll be awesome to see in the next few years of just who can who, uh, give up their time to serve on the, the worship team. And mm-hmm. um, we've been adding more things to the sound. Um uh, been working with like using backing tracks. I kind of put that in my yeah. Talk about backing tracks because nobody's gonna if you just say backing tracks. Like I think <laughs> of the '90s where you just put in a tape deck and and then it's got all of the the music in the background and then you just sing with it. So sure, it, sure. That's that's karaoke. That's care right. So but that's not what you're doing. That's not what we're doing here. Okay. I mean, you can almost make it like karaoke. Okay. It is almost like the same idea. You got your instrumentation in the background, but with the backing tracks, which is really cool. So let's say. Um, someone's out, I have someone scheduled for bass and some reason they can't make it or they're sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, certain songs I have backing tracks for, so I can cue which instrument I want to be louder or stronger in the background. So I can have the full band playing in the background or I can just have the bass track playing. So, um, it's really great to fill in Mm. the different instruments that might be missing that Sunday. So it's, it's, it's a blessing that way, but it also just makes the sound fuller. So like granted in the studio they have maybe like 13 guitar tracks or you know they make it really thick and stuff compared to a normal sunday where you might have a drummer a guitarist a bass player you know yeah like, so it just thickens up the sound a little bit more which is awesome uh, but it also just makes the sound a lot tighter because it has another thing on there called a click track so basically a click track is like if you're familiar what a metronome is okay yep. it's the same thing where you're hearing this constant Yep. Click in the background. So that helps us. If we're hearing that in our ears, the, the congregation doesn't hear it, but we hear it in our in-ear monitors that we use every Sunday. And when we're hearing this click, we're playing to it the whole time, and it just keeps us tighter so our speed is staying consistent. So it's not like when I or Craig get super excited of a certain song, and then all of a sudden we're going 100 miles an hour, you know, and then trying to keep the <laughs> lyrics under control where everyone can sing along. We use this click track, so it just keeps it flowing nice and smooth. It's just like what they use in the studios uh, to keep the recordings um, steady and s- solid with their tempos. So okay. that's what it is. It's basically an aid to help us to stay the same tempo, and then also with playing with that, you have to play with that tempo so you can play with the instrumentation in the background. Because if we're off, we're going to be off with the recorded tracks that we don't have. But it, yeah, it, it is a blessing. It's cool. It's helpful when we don't have the musicians or someone gets sick. Yeah. But it just thickens up the sound too. Yeah. So it's it's what most of the churches are going now to nowadays because the music scene has differently changed a little bit where it's not as the old school rock contemporary sound to a little bit more you add more synth you add more layers to it just to make the sound sound so much fuller Mm, cool so yeah it's it's fun yeah there's there's a lot that goes in your team like whoever's helping you guys out like you guys are practicing too like you're not just showing up on sunday morning and and uh Right. And and singing, leading everybody in worship. What are you doing? What's that look like? So um, I try to, well, even go back a little bit with the 
Planning Center. We use Planning Center, which is an awesome tool. I'm glad we have it at, at our church because we can schedule out what we want for the week and we can get that all figured out um, months in advance if we can make that work sometimes. It may not work that way just because since we are a smaller church, you never know who's available, who's on vacation. So sure, yeah. there might be some last minute um, scheduling and see who can fill in the spots. But um, So we'll use that and then I will go through our virtual library of all the songs that we do here at Living Waters and then talk to Josh or whoever's preaching and we'll make sure we kind of pick out the right songs that fit the message. That's the biggest thing is just trying to find the right songs that fit the closest to the message um, just so that's something that you constantly hear. You may forget things that's mentioned in a sermon, but you usually hum a tune. Like how often do you get like a a stupid jingle stuck in your head, you know? So it's like the idea of how powerful music is and be able to use a song that ties to it, which is awesome. (laughs) So we take a little time to try to do the prepping for that. So I'll add that in there. And then um, besides that, we'll, I will take the time to find recordings. If it's not recordings that I've made myself, I'll just try to find other recordings that are like on YouTube and share that with the group. So we have an idea of like, okay, here's the songs, here's the charts. Here's the recordings. This is kind of what I'm thinking for uh, a certain version of the song. And then we'll get together on Thursdays. So Mm -hmm. Thursdays at 7 is usually when we will come to the church building. And we'll try to do an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes it might be a couple hours uh, or a little bit longer. Depends if it's a newer song that we're not familiar with. And Mm -hmm. we'll try to get all the rough edges off uh, by the end of the night on Thursday. And um, then that way... We have a few days in between before Sunday morning so they can work it out at home as well, yeah. uh, which is nice. And then we'll meet again at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning, do a rehearsal, make sure everything runs well, and then we'll have a little devotional time. And hopefully the Lord carries us through to uh, what he always does. Yeah. But uh, it, it's great just to, um, just to see what the Lord does through, this, through the service and the use of the music and... Um, um, yeah, that's kind of the layout. With, yeah, with that's that. good. So, um, with like music, just seems to come like naturally to you, almost like it's just like breathing. Uh, <laughs> but what are the things like as a worship leader that are the hard things for you? Like, what are the what are the things that you're like, hey, this, you know, music I can play any instrument, and that's just like easy. But what are the things that aren't as easy for you? Um, I would say sometimes trying to communicate. Like it can be a challenge yeah. just because I know how I play things. I know how I've learned how to play things. So to communicate in a more music theory level is kind of a challenge because mm-hmm. I don't read music. Like what we use on Sunday mornings are just chord, um, chord sheets mm-hmm. or like tabs, you know, yeah. so it just tells you the, the, the chord name or, and then that's what we play. But I don't have written music. I don't have written notes. So if you ask me to, if you threw a sheet music in front of me and say, Hey, play this. I couldn't do it. But if you give me the soundtrack and if I listen to it like five or six times in a row, I might get pretty close to what it is. But yeah. It's not exact, but yeah. that's how I learned. Yeah. So to communicate that with the rest that's of the That's how group, we did Firm Foundation not too long ago with the youth group, right? Like That's so true. I think I gave it to you on Friday and I'm like, hey, can we do this on Sunday? And you'd never done it before. Right. right. And uh, by Sunday, you were ready to roll. So <laughs> Praise the Lord on that. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then like, I know you've been working like transitions wise, like you're doing transitions and you're, you know, kind of thinking through how you, how you transition from song to song or set up maybe the next, the next worship song. Is that, 
is that something that is comes natural to you or is that something you <laughs> it does not yeah you know like it's that's a growing spot for me sure yeah you know but um uh definitely something i want to continue to grow in and, and keep working on so yeah, yeah that's uh, cool I'm just used, like I said, with the music back then, you just played songs. It wasn't much of a teaching time or playing time. So yeah. th- that part of the background is, is not as strong. Yeah. But the music is, that's what I know. Yeah. You know, so. and, and obviously you don't speak Spanish, right? But uh, that's no, going to be, no, no, but that's like a thing. Like that's going to be something you're trying to integrate somehow. Yes. Uh, have you got, have you figured out like a vision for how you might do that? Or is it like. Hey, I'm going to go take Duolingo first and and then like like what are you what are you doing? What are you going to do with that? Well, I'll bring up my brother Chris Peterson again okay. cuz he is very bilingual there. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. So, uh, he's definitely a big blessing to the church for that. Yeah. Um so while he's not doing live translation for us, ah. I think what we'll try to do is maybe like maybe the end of the month, once, you know, once a month to yeah. start out. Yeah. Um we'll throw in a song there that's, that's maybe idea. fully in Spanish or Maybe take a, a well-known song. Yeah. Do half of it in English, half yeah. of it in Spanish. Oh, that'll be fun. So there's there's some ideas out there. We That's just gotta cool. get it put together here and get mm-hmm. it organized. And yeah, I can see it happening. And yeah, before too long. So. I love where you're going, and it looks like we're man. We could you could probably talk about music stuff all day long. I, like I, yes, you, you, you get me going, <laughs> then you probably will have to cut my mic off because I won't <laughs> be able to stop. So. And uh, okay, it's so. So in our last like few minutes that we have here, we've got we're coming off of a big event, which was the Christmas program. Yes. Uh, that was a ton of fun to watch. Oh yes. Uh, what was your favorite part of the Christmas program? I mean, besides the food at the end, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the food's always good. Oh man. Yes. Uh, the kids. I can't pick a certain part. The kids just did a great job. Uh, definitely the 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 kids then the skit. They did a, such a wonderful job of presenting the gospel so well. Yeah. And um, if you didn't hear the gospel, then you must not have been listening because right? mm-hmm. they, they did a great job presenting who yeah. Christ is and mm-hmm. what he's done for us. And, uh, just to really f- reflect on what the season's all about. Yeah. And Little Kai just nailed it at the end. Like he just, <laughs> he did an awesome job closing out with the gospel. Yeah. And that was really cool. That was good. Yeah. I, yes. I will. Yeah. I agree to that. Yeah. The, the part that made me laugh the most would probably be, uh, little Trey Rosecoff. He was, I mean, he was shoulder deep in his pants. Like his hand, his arms were way down there. He's, you know, he's just right up in front of everybody. Like I was laughing so hard, oh, and the, you know. So anyway, those are, it's That's always true. super. He did lift up his shirt too. He lift up his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Got to see what Ruben's teaching that kid. I don't right? know. Oh man. <laughs> Ruben, you need to chat brother. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. So some upcoming things that we've got going on here. Uh, we have, so this Sunday night, we've got the student ministry Christmas party. That should be a good time. Uh, we've been planning that out. So pastor Biddle is coming in to do a Devo. And then after that, it's uh full on game time. So it should be a really good time. And then also, things that are going on with the student ministry right now is this Friday and Saturday, they're doing a, uh, like a babysitter night for, to raise money for the mission trip that they're going on. So, yeah. So, you know, bring the kids, bring the kids, drop the kids off. Uh, you can leave them the, the students a donation and, uh, you know, maybe take your wife out or go, uh, date you know, wrap some, yeah, date night. There you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. Come on. And, uh, and you can sign up just so everybody knows, um, online with the registration on church center app. 
Um, and then uh, with that, there's also like if, if reach out to me if you want to be uh, you want to get a Christmas gram done by the youth for you know the short term missions thing. So you know if you want to send a Christmas gram to Karen. Uh, you know, that would be a good idea. Like we could have the boys, I I can't guarantee how good the voices are, but it would probably make (laughs) her laugh. And, uh, so, and that goes for anybody listening, like, you know, email me and we'll set that up. Uh, they're just looking for ways to make some money. So if you need some, you know, leaves raked or whatever, uh, they'll, they're looking for ways to raise money for uh, the missions trip that's coming up uh, to an orphanage in, in Guatemala. So, uh, yeah, so reach out. We'll also have a website uh, that'll be posted with uh, each of the students' uh, links that you can give toward and um, and just uh, pray for them. Pray for them, encourage them uh, as they get ready for this trip. All right, finally, shout-outs. As we got to close, we got like 30 seconds. Who's on your mind? Who's on your heart? Who do you want to just give a sh- quick shout-out to? uh in the church uh as as uh that's that's you know you've already mentioned like chris peterson and um people that people that are um super helpful on the worship team is anybody else coming to mind i want to mention the the uh trent and uh um um i'm ezra ezra thank you yeah uh, shout out for them for uh, stepping it up and trying to help out with the kids program as well. They did a great job of trying to run sound and keep the mics going and yeah. uh, just thankful for them learning. And it's just cool to see that next generation yeah. learning stuff and popping up too. Yeah. So yeah, there are a couple of faithful, uh, faithful servants. They you know, are just, yep. Ready to there and step in. That's cool. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Different people that have been, you know, popping up in my mind. I know there were so many people involved in the Christmas program that, that made that happen. And, uh, that was really cool to see, you know, Julie McDaniel and all of the, yes. the, the people that were making that work. And then all the people that provided the treats, uh, you know, uh, there were so many that, that helped out with that. And, uh, so we're really, really thankful for you. And, uh, but, that closes out our time with Brandon today. I hope you have a good rest of the day, and uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you Sunday.